one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's do it again. <laughs> Just for a second. Here we go. This is Paul Hawksby and Andy Jacobs. And welcome once again to the H&J Daily, some of the best bits of this afternoon show. The Welsh comedian, uh, golf fan, Cardiff City supporter, Rod Woodward joined us, didn't he? Yeah, we had a bit of a chat about the golf, of course, ourselves. Yeah. Um, and Trevor Francis came in. It was a good interview, but you just hear a little bit from the A little interview. bit, yeah. Funny story from his days at QPR. And um, Charlie Baker joined us as Champagne well. Champagne Charlie Baker. Yeah, well, all the way today, certainly, yeah. So you'll hear that and uh, enjoy a day of highs and lows I'd say definitely the high was Tiger no question about it that yeah. was just wonderful wasn't it I mean so much has been said so there's no point really saying is this the greatest comeback of all time because you can't actually measure it yeah. but it was amazing it, was, it reminded me of the kind of the, the Arlie thing that was my, oh, yeah. my, my immediately went yeah. to that really and both great yeah of not, course, I wouldn't not, say no one was greater than the them, other I don't no, exactly. no there's no Twitter poll <laughs> planned and great reaction from Tiger he was so happy wasn't he and yeah. better than the reaction I thought he might do that sort of thing where a bit of a Bjorn Borg where they sort of crushed and yeah. crumbled to the floor in some kind of relief. But he genuinely happened. Genuine happiness. I was pleased for him, but see. then I was on Francesco Molinari. Oh, well, there you go. So that, that was slightly <laughs> tempered by what might have been. But of course, I knew that ship had sailed by it's the time true. they got to the 17th, really. But... Uh, there we are. It's and good. it was a classic thing I've been able to cash out the night before and even that morning, but backing my man, that'll teach me. Yeah, well, bad luck. Yeah. And uh, in the Cheltenham style. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, even my wife watched the last three holes with me. She hates sport. Right. I made her a pimento cheese sandwich. Oh, that's nice. Well, you got her on side, didn't you? Of and, course. Uh, Peter Alice, because I watched... I, I've actually preferred the Sky coverage completely, but... I know she doesn't really like adverts, so we watched the, the closing three holes on BBC. Peter, right. Peter Alice, I mean, he's capable of saying some still brilliant things. There was a shot of the sort of crowd, the patrons, yeah. and he said, there they are, a human herbaceous border. And I nice. thought, well, that's good, yeah. But then he sort of... Sounds said, like an insult, doesn't he? <clears throat> well, he, he sounds about a thousand now, that's oh, the only okay. thing. So if, oh. I, if I start to sound It'll like... It'll to us all in the I end, I know really. that, yeah, exactly. I, I, I hope I... I what about not, Chelsea at the weekend? That's right, yeah. We were rubbish. And he and he, then he said, I haven't I haven't seen Tiger's mother out and about now for some time. Then about two seconds later, was there's Tiger's mother. I haven't seen her. Out. Yeah, it's all right. You just said it. <laughs> we 
goodness. Sort of down the shops Wednesday when she was queuing for her pension. And the Joss Butler cabin at the end is yeah. always. Oh, it's, man. It's, it's, yeah, we're going to. Well, I'll tell you what, we'll save that because we, I think only Rod mm. Woodward deserves a, a bit of a chat about that comedian yeah, and Cardiff fan. Loves his golf. It is quite sobering when they cut. You've got some good mm. coverage going on of the golf and you're hearing the experts. Uh, Podrick Harrington sort of talking about mm. it. Somebody who's won a major sitting there talking about it. And then suddenly, let's cross now to uh, the clubhouse. And then it was I thought, live from Salt Lake City. It's all a bit <laughs> eerie, wasn't it? It was a very odd... It's always got stilted, that strange sound. ...stilted yeah. conversation in this hermetically mm. sealed room. The Joss Butler cabin. There's two blokes made out of wax <laughs> and a lot of very awkward-looking... Uh, it's the amateur, the leading amateur I always feel sorry for. Who's won, has done something fantastic, yeah. but of course won't be getting a jacket at the end of it. <laughs> no. um, Patrick Reed sitting there with a jacket on his lap look anyway we said it's we'll, a terrible jacket it, it's yeah it's, i think it's really anyway, awful, we'll, we'll come on to this we've really got we've got a plan jacket. for the green jacket yeah. and xander change Schuf the number yeah. uh, sorry change the color should i say i've got one for you on xander Schuffler. Yeah. oh yeah he doesn't like his golf footwear to be too firm yes he goes for the soft shoe Schuffler. <laughs> yes he, of course he does <laughs> course yeah he yeah does. now chelsea uh, go chelsea. on get out of your system well there's nothing much to get out of the system because as soon as he as soon as i saw the team he picked i knew what was going to happen and it's so frustrating. He's tried this false nine now four times. Yeah. Twice at Tottenham, lost both games. Twice, once at Arsenal, it lost easily. Yesterday, certainly Liverpool deserved to win, but it was very noticeable the minute he brought on a striker. Oh, that's funny. Chelsea just created two chances. Yeah. And it's just so frustrating. There was a piece by Barney Roney in The Guardian on the weekend. Ignore the hysteria. Chelsea's likeable manager is making plenty of progress. He really isn't. This team should have finished third, and it's not going to finish third. It's probably going to finish fifth or sixth. And it's just it's so frustrating. Just, you know, if you've got Hazard and, and Hudson-Odoi, Hudson-Odoi, for example, yeah, he looked a bit ordinary, but the time he got the ball, he likes to cross it early. He likes to get the ball in early, as he did for Giroud against Brighton, as he did for Morata when he, a couple of goals he set up for him. That's what he does. So if you take a striker out, you might as well not have him on the pitch. Mm. And the same with Hazard. Hazard likes to run from deep. We all know this. Run from the left, run from deep, use the centre forward either as a, a wall to get the ball back off or a decoy to take players out of the way. If you, if you don't have that there, of course it's going to... Exactly what happened yesterday happened. And it's just... I just can't believe this guy keeps making the same mistakes over and over again and then wondering why he gets the same result. He says you're getting better and better every game as a team. Well, we were. We had three games where we played, or two games where we played all right, mm. and one okay, won three games in a row. But you know, it's not good enough. It's just, it's so frustrating just to, to play like that. And to, you know, Liverpool deserved to win. They definitely deserved to win. They scored two yeah. wonderful goals. You do for those little key moments, as we saw. It's, when it's definitely going it's, their way. It is going their way. I mean, they've been yeah. brilliant this season. It's going their way for a reason. But when Hazard hits mm. the post, you think, oh, this is it. This, they're not scoring today, Chelsea. No. Uh, at that moment, a two-one. A little bit of tension in the stadium. Yeah. But at, at that time, Chelsea would have got back in the game. I think yeah. Chelsea would have won the game. I do you think they would have won it? I do. What, if Hazard had, what in, in the time you had left, you would have scored well, two more goals? Two, well, he scored, yes. I think you they think would. So, really? Well, he missed two in a minute, so... Yeah, I suppose, yeah. yeah. You know, absolutely, I think we would have. Certainly would have got a point, and uh, it was frustrating. I went to Tottenham on Saturday. Yeah, what do you think? Uh, well, it was great. I mean, the stadium is absolutely wonderful. Uh, people who were um, impatient and, and sort of mocking Tottenham were idiots. This was always going to be a fantastic project. And it's, you know, it's the greatest stadium probably in the world now. And it's, my mate sits in a very nice, but the premium 
Oh, nice. So yeah, sorry, yeah. You get free food. It's quite good. Actually. Wow. They, they weren't doing a roaring tray with the cheese and bacon croissant. Okay. Well, I'm not, I'm surprised <laughs> what did you have, Andy? I had one of them, actually. Oh, oh you had one. Okay, okay you yeah. broke with tradition. <laughs> but it's, uh, it was <clears> nice. But the thing is, every time Spurs scored, my mate turned around and high-fived me, and I was thinking... Yeah. Mm, no, not really. Not really. You, were, you were dying the inside, didn't you? The bloke next to me shook my hand, and, oh, great, isn't it? It's, thinking, it's, it's not good, is it? it? I feel like I do when I, I'm in another in a church. I feel like I don't quite belong here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was a bit, bit like that, but, you know... It didn't stop you eating a cheese and bacon no, sandwich, though, did it? <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a good performance, I suppose. I mean, Foddersfield are hopeless, though. Yeah. They really are. I had a little five minutes, didn't they, towards the end? But, but you know, like the, that header, the ball came across and the bloke headed. You said, I knew Mooney, you yeah. I knew you weren't going to score that. Mm. You know, and so, but, you know, Spurs deserve to win and uh, I think they deserve, they are the third best team and I yeah. think they deserve to finish third, which I think they I will. Thought, I thought when um, Moore was looking into the uh, into the um, crowd and was waiting for someone to mm. come down, I thought he was going to get you down for a kickabout on the pitch. <laughs> going to pick you up over the old barrier and you could have a little kickabout. We, we were long gone, I have to oh, tell okay. you. You missed the last two goals, we didn't did, you? We did, yeah. yeah. My mate likes to go early. He's just got this thing, he hates traffic, so... We have to go. Early. He lives in London. That was a good move. Well, um, <laughs> how, so how you missed the last two goals? How long mm. before the end did you leave? Oh, 80, 88 minutes or something. Oh, okay, like that. Well, yeah. right. Yeah, about two. There were two more goals. He says he normally goes on ninety. <clears throat> which oh, okay. Means. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Well, Hawksby and Jacobs here on Talksport, making a welcome return to the studio. A man who loves his golf, loves his football, so it's very timely he's here. Rod Woodward, good afternoon, Rod. How are you doing, guys? Good, thank you. Good. Yes, you are um, on tour. Well, yeah, we've we've done a few uh, little tour dates. Um, we've got a few out of the way because I was going to come in a few weeks ago, and then my mother-in-law went and had a, a heart attack. So uh, oh, no. we shelved is she, that. Is she okay? Or? She's good now. She's oh, had a stent here. fitted. We'll and, well. uh, yeah, uh, they banged the stent in, and we went in yesterday, and she was stood <laughs> on a chair polishing. So. Is that is that, a, is that the phrase that the doctor used? <laughs> yeah, they bang a stent like, right how, in. A pro, yeah, Professor Harold Redknapp, it was. <laughs> yeah, we're going bang, we're going bang a stent in. Yeah, that's it. Fantastic. So, uh, but you've got some you've got some gigs. Uh, still coming up, haven't you? Recently? Yeah, they're putting a few in in the autumn now. Uh, on the strength of these, they went really well. I feel a bit like Jim Bowen. It was like, let's have a look at where you could have gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, the ones we've done were, were great fun. So I thought I'd come in anyway because uh, you know I haven't really got anything to plug at this immediate moment. But oh, you know I've got right. some nice homemade jam and uh, oh, let's go. Look at that. <laughs> I even got some Welsh cakes in for you. Oh, lads. Good, I, thought, I, like, you know, I like a Welsh yeah. cake. The, you, is that really homemade jam? Uh, no, 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 but these are Welsh cakes. These are Welsh cakes. Got okay. these from the spa. We'll have one. <laughs> <laughs> the convenience store. I want that in a jacuzzi. Not, so basically, you haven't made the jam, you haven't made the cakes. <laughs> and not even a spa it. in Wales, just a local one. It was the spa in oh, Wales. Okay. I got them in, in the Mackin spa this morning. So. Now, right. your, your style of comedy, if people haven't seen you, but, but you've, you've done kind of uh, some, some stuff on TV. You're in the Royal Variety performance as well. But it, the fact that you have supported Paddy McGuinness and Russell Brand on tour means... You can obviously work different rooms because that's a very different demographic, you would think. Yeah, they, they are. I mean, they're both very different, both, you know, massively talented, big personalities. But uh, but I supported Russell Brand years ago. Um, and I think, you know, at the time, you know, I'd just come off the back of doing uh, a run up at Edinburgh. And uh, and then Paddy McGuinness is, is, was in the sort of the wake of the Peter Cave phenomenon. So yeah. that sparked a whole cottage industry, really, of people associated with, with, with Peter Kay. And, uh, you know, we were doing huge venues on that tour. So yeah, wow. um, I, was, I was loving that, you know, to get to, to, get to do that uh, two or 3,000 
see the venues. I'd love to do that under my own steam now. You, know? you, came, you hopefully you came to comedy uh, kind of via a, a couple of different routes. Your dad, your late dad, was an eminent Welsh sports writer, Carl Woodman. He was for many years. Uh, yeah, I did think I would uh, I would end up following him. Just sports writing that was what I wanted to do because growing up it sort of seemed it was a, a mystical sort of uh, thing. He'd go and meet all these footballers and interview them and. Uh, did he take uh, you along? Can you remember his meetings with Mike England and oh, people like yeah. that, the, the Wales era? Totally. I mean, um, we used to get these anonymous phone calls. My dad used to get tip-offs from a guy back in the day. Uh, a guy called himself Norman. and uh, Probably because it was his name. Yeah, it was, yeah. <laughs> but it was all very cryptic. You'd, you'd phone up, and in the like, middle of the night, you'd get a call about 1 o'clock in the morning, Norman here, and uh, he'd give my dad some red hot tip, you know, and they would always, they would always come through. He put the phone down, and and, and what, in the a, end, a player moving or something. A player was going moving on in the game, yeah, yeah. And one, I, mean, I don't know if you remember back in, I suppose it was circa 1988. Mm. Brian Clough was in line to manage Wales on a part-time basis. That's right, yeah, remember? Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. And so uh, my dad gets a phone call uh, one night in the usual fashion. You know, Carl. Norman here, the next manager <laughs> of Wales is BC and puts the phone down. So my dad's thinking there's only one BC, he's got to be cluffy. Yeah. So he gets the pack out from the library, you know, state of the art. Bob Carroll, geez. A bit of a wild card. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wasn't a full-time role. Yeah, yeah, well, there was a lot of spitting back in those days on the pitch, wasn't it? <laughs> That'd be great, wouldn't it, in the press conference? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sorry, carry So, on. yeah, so, so he's gone big on the story. And, of course, the, the, the sister paper to the Western Mail that my dad worked with is South Wales Echo, so there's mm. a lot of competition and uh, editors coming in saying you know, who, who is it Carl this 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 next manager of Wales he says I'll tell you when the echo's out you know so as soon as that was was done and dusted the echo he lifts up the, the pack there's a big picture of Cluffy the the editor says we're going front page on this you know Brian Clough for Wales which they did do and now my dad's bricking it thinking you know this had better pay off yeah <laughs> and uh, sure enough the following day Cluffy press conference announces that he's going to be the next uh, manager of Wales and he came out with some proper Cluffy quotes like he was going to buy a little place in West Wales called the Gower <laughs> and uh, it just it ran and ran and then I think eventually uh, Forrest put the kibosh on it they weren't going to have him uh, manage on a part-time basis uh, but we, we, we kept getting these things all the time you Did know you find out who Norman was? well my dad was down in uh, West Wales years later for a f um, funeral one of the, uh, the Welsh FA members and uh, he's stood at the bar, and this guy says, Carl, you don't know me, uh, I'm Norman. And I said, not, not the Norman. Yeah. And he said, yeah, yeah. He said, well, how were you privy to all of this information? And it turned out that he was the chauffeur of the president of the Welsh FA. So oh, they go for a meeting in Cluffy's wow. house, and he's straight to a red telephone box, phone me old man, give him a story. My dad said, well, that was fantastic, but why, you know, why didn't you go to the News of the World? Because the Western Mail have never paid for a story. And uh, he said, we were stood at the old vetch at the bar one day. He said, I was on my own. You were the crowd of guys. And you included me in a round and asked me to join in the conversation. Wow. So he said, that was the best drink that he ever bought. What about that? Paid yeah. out all those yeah. years on. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unreal. So, you know Mars Jack? You know Mars Jack? Yeah. 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 I'm sure, didn't he? He did this book, that thing where he... he Worked for the Western Mail, didn't Fever he? in the heat. He claimed to be a Western Mail journalist and blanked his way around a cricket tour of, uh, was it uh, <laughs> India? India. Yeah. India. Well, blanked we've his, all done that. I've blanked his, it's saying claiming to be the Western Mail's cricket correspondent. Wow. <laughs> Until I think the, the real mum probably, or somebody called somebody him out. Somebody sussed him out of it. He blanked his way through it. Yeah. <laughs> he, got a, he got a book and a show out of it, so it wasn't too bad. And you were you were a decent player in your day, Rod, as well, when you, but you, you 
got did your cruise ship. I didn't did. You? Yes, that's that <clears throat> the ACL, and uh, and that was the end of it. And I I did think we were on holiday in the Gambia last year, and they said we're going to have a little kick around on the beach. And I turned up there, and uh, I realised that, that was my my last day in the sun. They were running rings around me, these, really? these kids. And uh, but does it, was, it still? I mean, did it still play you up? On yeah, all yeah, really? on a cold day, definitely. It's uh, it's a bit crickety, um, but. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, golf is the sport for me now. Yeah. I think yeah. the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving thirty-three percent with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a fifteen-stem bunch of tulips for just nine ninety-nine each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from TalkSport. Spare thought today for Alan Shipnuck. Uh, he is who? indeed. He is a Sports Illustrated golf writer who uh, two weeks ago hmm. tweeted this: "There's an old guy on tour who has won only one tournament in the last six years, hasn't even played in three of the last five Masters, and is saddled with very mediocre putting. Yet he's still being touted as a favourite to win the Green Jacket. Tiger's cult of personality endures." Yeah, well done, uh, mate. Yeah, set himself <laughs> up slightly there. <laughs> Lee Westwood uh, is uh, one of a number of people who've uh, who've bitten back today well they would uh, do but as you can imagine but uh, yeah, Alan's got his old tin hat on somewhere in uh, California today I'm guessing yeah now um, let's on this the Daily Star Sea Weather is some kind of competition it's quite oh, yeah. fascinating it's a because we're, we're all excited about this a record Easter as med heat hits Brits is the headline Pardon? Easter is set to be noises well, no I'm not Easter is set to be one of the hottest ever with a 600 mile wide Mediterranean plume yeah. scorching Britain the country is looking at 22 degrees centigrade over the bank holiday breaks not that hot really trouncing both the Costa del Sol and Mallorca it's not a competition competitive weather we threw to the next round are we against the Gobi <laughs> Desert ridiculous yeah. uh, was there now of course everything was brought <laughs> forward on the final day at Augusta <laughs> because of uh, the kind of impending we don't even know storms. if it did actually storm. did it storm is there anybody out there who bothered to look I mean I've got to be honest I haven't so maybe mm. is there any talk sport listener uh, checked it because I think the, the weather forecast during the day ch- started to change and there was less of a fear than there had been before. But did it actually storm in the end? Not that it matters. I mean, from certainly from uh, the point of view in this country, it was perfect. Perfect, wasn't it, wasn't it? really. Great anyway. for line of duty. Yeah, it was. It allowed you to watch that but, and uh, not get through a load of spoilers the following day. But um, I do hope the hmm. uh, six yobs who abused uh, Salah in Prague enjoyed his goal yesterday because we're always being told aren't we these terrible people are football fans they are real football fans so I hope they appreciated the quality of his goal yeah I like the thing they they, they stood up and applauded 
Uh, although they probably weren't allowed into the ground, were they? The um, you were you were doing impressions again, Andy, at the oh, weekend. Yeah, no. You uh, on match of the day, Andy. It was often. a random one, really. Yeah, it was. It was. I, d- I don't really do it anymore, but I just had the, I just had the urge. You uh, attempted Ralph Hasenhutl, didn't you? The well, it was a tribute, really. He's done so well for Southampton. So. But um, this is this is Andy's impression of the uh, Southampton manager. Uh, that's uh, maybe the most beautiful moment of the weekend. I think we did a beautiful job, the guys are ready to support us, help us, we did a beautiful job of the week hat. Win, we could celebrate with the fans. I think uh, it was a, a massive win for us today. It was a massive win for us today. I think that's quite good. It's, it's, it's a very like similar it. tone. In the end, you're just going... <laughs> <laughs> the quality's great, isn't it? It's like that recording. It's like German sweep. <laughs> Sensational. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, and he's got a new mobile. As silly as it, the Galaxy S10 has got a fantastic microphone on it. Apparently. Yeah, for all your interview needs. Yeah. Uh, was it inside a sock? I don't know what happened. Okay, I think it might be the way you were using it you know what can, what can you do there right. and um have you seen that they're gonna this is actually quite interesting the government have decided to uh for kids won't be able to like facebook or instagram posts okay that's it's basically what it's all about i mean for them was the okie cokey no it's all about the likes isn't it <laughs> of course it is no 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 it no. never was about the okie cokey <laughs> the, the queen went to newbury oh, yeah, yeah, she was pictured she, at newbury what races racing yeah yep. But she doesn't go to Cheltenham, so you think you, you know, I don't get that. We, we keep meaning to ask Rupert this. Why yeah. doesn't the Queen go to Cheltenham? They've got a royal box there where minor royals go in, don't Surely they? Surely racing, four days racing at Cheltenham has got to be better than racing at Newbury. She did have a runner, though, because I think Frankie wasn't was... She, wasn't she there one year when we were there? Did she not come no, from... No, she's not, no, no, she's not I been. I think she may have been, but not, not she's since probably, we've been going. She's probably valid in the Guinness tent. She keeps a low profile, I would <laughs> I imagine. Think she would. Uh, great interview with Harry Redknapp in the uh, Sunday Times... Uh, sorry, mm. in the Saturday Times magazine at the weekend. And mm. uh, he's busier than ever, Gary... Uh, Gary. He's busier than ever, is <laughs> Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary he's busier than ever, is well, Harry. Well, it's been a complete... Boost in the yeah, old celebrity, yeah. But um, a few pop- people saw the ad that he'd uh, done for his start-up business. Have you seen it? It's mm, the idea is yeah. that he's gone into the jam roly-poly business. Oh, yeah, 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 I've seen that, and, yeah. And, uh, but uh, it was pointed out in this piece that quite a few of his mates have seen the ad and they've got the wrong idea and assumed he had generally gone into business uh, to sell jam roly-polies. Mm. At one point, he got a call from uh, someone who said, um, I'd like to order a, a 180, if that's possible, Harry. He said he thinks Sandra's making them at home. Uh, last week, I had a mate who wanted 100 for his wife's birthday party. It's an advert, boys. Oh, it's dear. not true. Uh, the rain was chucking down behind the Golf Channel set here in the US at 4.30. Uh, uh, it kept going. It would have been a Monday finish. There's John Krieger. John, thanks very much uh, oh, for John pointing Krieger. that out. Yeah, so, good, good, good man. so yeah, they, they now, were absolutely right to bring it forward. Talking of America, uh, Saturday night, uh, my my son had bought my wife for Christmas uh, two tickets to Hamilton. Yeah, the top uh, stage musical in the West End. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I hate musicals. I Do you really? Oh yeah, I absolutely hate. It. But I didn't want you down as a fan of musical theatre. Well, you might have done, but you'd be wrong. Okay. I didn't want to ruin it for my wife though, because I can be a bit of a bit awful, a bit awkward, you know, if I don't like something. So I, I find did... that hard to believe. No, no. Do, so... do you act? Do you kind of? Do <laughs> you mean you don't keep it in? You no, act, actively show that you're not enjoying yourself. Yeah. But I... look at the producer who spent. <laughs> A number of months and on the road. I don't recognise that description being on the road with Andy, do you? Normally he kind of bottles it all up, doesn't he? He doesn't pass it on to the rest so of So I us. didn't complain. I was such a good boy. I didn't complain. I pretended I liked it. I applauded like mad and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And at half time she said to me, 
are you enjoying it? Oh, they she, call she, it the she, interval, don't they? She, oh, I'll call it after. <laughs> she thought, uh, you know, she thought I was enjoying it. So she was obviously quite keen. She said, you, you're enjoying it. I went, to be honest, I hated absolutely every single minute of it. Really? I hate it. I can't stand it. Why so, couldn't you just said, yeah, it's brilliant? <laughs> Because I just point. couldn't. I ended up, first, I was like counting the lights. How many? How many lights there were above the stage? That's how bored I was. Really? I just—it's musicals. I keep thinking, just speak. Stop singing. Stop singing everything. <laughs> I just don't buy into it at all. It just doesn't. No reality. I just does does doesn't do it for me. It at doesn't. All. It doesn't do it for but you. Get, but amazingly, what she did, she said to me, "Why don't you go home?" But not in a horrible way. <laughs> Just in a night, why don't you go home? Because I know you're not enjoying it and it'll put me off. And so yeah. that was it. I got the red card at half time. It was wonderful. So you, you left. I mean, this is the I got, got home in time to watch a bit of golf. Match of the day. It was marvellous. There'll be people who've spent hours on the website absolutely weeping now that you only watch <laughs> half of it. It's the hottest ticket in town. People have got tickets like two years in advance. They well, they're like wasting their, quid they're wa I know, they're wasting their money. Yeah. Well, unless you like musicals. What's no, it? Look, I mean, no, they're what? very good. They do it very well. It's very. You know, the lyrics are great and uh, hip-hop. It's like hip-hop Gilbert and Sullivan. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, but it's just, you know, I don't know, it didn't do it for me. <laughs> Couldn't it. you? There must have been someone out, outside who was probably willing to go in and watch the second half with your missus. I mean, I you, know, you can't anybody. do that. It's quite tricky. With, oh, is although it? the cabbie who picked me up was a lovely man, actually. He said, uh, he said, uh, he said, you're not the first person I've picked up at this point outside this theatre who hasn't enjoyed it. Really? Yeah, so I'm not, you know, I'm not alone. And uh, a woman in front of me with big blonde, big hair, which didn't help. I couldn't like what, Did Dolly Parton? Well, may, might as well have been. Yeah, uh, Dolly Parton sitting in front of me. I couldn't see the stage. She's quite a short woman, but she's got big hair. <laughs> well, this one was like tall Dolly Parton. Oh, you're just I, a tall Dolly Parton. I couldn't see she anything. In. I was like kind of looking around her blonde hair. I'm thinking I'm that not, didn't I'm, help. I'm, did I'm not enjoying this. Yeah. But, you so you, you you were allowed to go home at half time. Red card. I know. And uh, how did the missus get home? Did she got made her own way? She didn't go on to a club. Did she, <laughs> didn't she came, make a night of it? She came home on yeah, on her own steam. Oh, okay, fair <laughs> enough. Well, there we are. Andy Jacobs, our theatre critic. Uh, there, we have to send you off to see another one next week. Um, Ewan says uh, your impersonation, Andy, of uh, Ralph Harson, it was sounded more like Richie Benno. That's fair enough. Well, fair enough. Yeah. Um, and uh, Anthony says Andy sounded like he was doing a current impression of Ray Parler on the Monday Night Club. Uh, rather than Ralph, that's quite possible. Well, that's yeah. He'll be sounding well, like yeah. that Ray by about seven if he stays out with Alan. And uh, was Andy just imitating Charlie Brown's teacher? <laughs> <laughs> it did sound like that, Don, that's very really true. It's just some of the things they're saying about well, Andy's impressions of the Southampton manager. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. there and uh, a very long intro to a rather short song as uh, is this what Clive once said um, and this is the song that uh, Talkie United run out to yeah right they returned to the <laughs> national still run out to this yeah yeah that's right you, yeah, well, yeah, you don't update it you don't have you know you don't update your songs do you well, most of the fan base won't even know Hugh, her, Hugh Albert who's Herb Hugh Albert <laughs> Herb Albert won't even know who he is yeah. Um, well, they still run out to it, and it's obviously been a good luck for them this season because they're out of the National League South with a 2-0 win over Eastbourne. Mm. They are 10 points ahead of uh, our own Ben Fletcher's Woking. 
and um, yeah, what a fantastic performance. We spoke to Gary Johnson earlier in the season. Uh, a tremendous manager. All that league experience brought to bear. It's a good job he loves the West Country. Mm. Joining us now, a friend of the show, an occasional co-host in Andy's absence, comedian and Talker United regular and co-host of the National Obsession podcast, which th- this year is focused mainly on the National League South, which has kind of <laughs> cut, cut the general interest, really. Charlie Baker, are you, Charlie? Hello, boys. I mean, How they're are a niche podcast, but the National <laughs> League South is the niche, niche of niche, isn't it, really? Go, ni- go niche, they told me, yeah. with your podcast. How niche you want. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, congratulations. And Champions. I was, I was surprised that it's the mm. first ever title, the, the league title the club has ever won in all of its history. It, it's the first thing we've ever won since 1927, which is uh, about the same time as Tottenham, isn't it? Well, a few things since then. <laughs> since then, yeah, yeah. A few bits and no, pieces. First thing we've yeah. won, like mm. ev- first thing we've won ever, basically. Wow. We've gone up through playoff finals, and uh, we've gone up through being third and that sort of stuff. We've never ever won a trophy, being actual champion. So. Uh, an unbelievable thrill, especially yeah. when you've watched our season uh, over the uh, watched us over the last two years, last two seasons, especially when we've gone down to the National League, and then uh, when we thought we'd bottomed out there, we go down again to the National League South. Yeah, and we, then, I mean, we... nine games into this season, hmm. we were on twelve points, and then we we got rid of our previous manager Gary, and we brought in a new Gary, um, Gary Johnson who took us uh, from 12 points to where we are now, winning the league with three games to go uh, by 10 points. The man is an absolute miracle and has turned up, and he's done it by not by shouting at them and, and having a go at them and bullying them. He's turned up by putting his arm around them, filling these young men with confidence. Our, our striker, Jamie Reed, had scored nine goals in 89 games. Wow. When he turned up, he scored one goal for us this season. One. He's now scored 31 goals. Wow, way. That's amazing. So that, uh, you can see the power of a manager, and you can see uh, the power of a, of a manager with... No wonder Lee Johnson's doing so well at Bristol City. If that's your dad, what it's like being in that around that positivity the whole time, I've no idea. I mean, it's, it is the most unlikely comeback since Andy didn't return to the second half of Hamilton. Yeah. It really was. <laughs> <laughs> that was good, the, is, Will there be an open-top bus parade around Torquay? There's bound to be. Have you ever been to Torquay? You can get an open-top bus in the summer anyway. It's lovely. Um, it's, uh, what is it with footballers and open-top buses? They, they do know you can go on one anyway. No, no, but uh, um, I expect so. I, I would hope so because it's the first. Because no, we've 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 uh, there's been open top bus parades mooted in the past just for staying up on the last day of the season. <laughs> so, and if you've watched Netflix recently, you'll see that that's a regular occurrence. But um, I, I hope so because uh, people go, you know, well, what league is it you've won? What division is? And you, and you go, it's the National League South. Oh, <laughs> tin, tin pot. And you go, well, but that's our level. That's the group of fans who support Talk United don't support them any less because they're further down the league. It's what's a, it's about what is in your heart and in your bloodstream and what who you love. We're not there for the glamour. We're not there to be in the biggest stadiums. We just love this team. And as long as there's a team playing, then we'll watch them playing and we'll support them. We don't care where they are. And that is the great thing about lower league football is you're not getting anyone turning up 
Um, I, I always call myself, I'm not a fair weather fan, I'm a bleak weather fan. Because I'll, <laughs> <laughs> I'll support them through anything, absolutely anything. So it's been the most incredible season. Absolutely amazing. Keeping him now, Charlie. I mean, we just had an Ipswich fan there, Jonathan Bill, saying yeah. we should get Gary Johnson yeah. in. I think you know, yeah. Gary's going to be a, tricky to keep. A league him. manager, uh, you know, he was wasn't he? He's been in he's been in good jobs over the years, uh -huh. Uh -huh. and it's going to yeah. be hard yes. now to keep him because a lot of clubs are going to think, wow, if he can work his magic there, he can do it for uh -huh. us. Well, there's two things on this, is which is, um, he has been a league manager. He's 62. Hmm. He's been he's been league man. He's been an international manager. He's manager yeah, of Latvia. Latvia, yeah. He's, uh, he took Yeovil to the championship. Um, he's he you know he's taken all these clubs along with Cheltenham. He took back into the league. I think he likes a challenge. I'm not I'm not going to fool myself. Football, you know, you, football is crazy, isn't it? You know, and football and, and there's no it wouldn't it wouldn't be crazy decision for him just if he was offered the Ipswich job, for instance, to suddenly turn up at Ipswich. But I I don't know. Look, he seems to like the club. He seems to like the project. I'm not. I'm not going to fool myself to say he wouldn't go and do it. But he. And do you know what? If he did, I think every single Torquay United fan would shake his hand, say thank you so much, Gary. You have given us one day in the sun that we've never ever had in our history. Wow. And so you've given us that, Gary. And we'd completely understand if we went and got. We'd be we dis so disappointed. Obviously, absolutely gutted. But but we, you know, you can't begrudge the man anything. He's just he's just brilliant. And the group of players has been great as well. The, the way he's taken this this seemingly disparate group of players and, and moulded them into this one cohesive unit and team, a good bunch of young men who, who love the fans, always overclapping the fans. He's got involved with the local area and uh, the lone players that have come in. We've had in a couple of lone players from uh, Bristol City and, and I don't know how we got those. And, 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 <laughs> and, and, and Bournemouth, um, Frankie Vincent from Bournemouth. Um, and he signed a couple of he signed a player called Lumbumbo Kalala, who's proper tricky winger yeah. and has been excellent. And he's just turned players around, players that seem was seemingly average under our last manager and the manager before that. He's made them look like well. He's an alchemist. Just through, he's yeah. an alchemist. Just you're, you're a lot more measured than our producer John. There, I mean, I, I think if <laughs> Gary Johnson was to go, I think he'd be he'd throw. And also, I know that you say you kept supporting him, but I know with John that over the last year, before Gary came in, he'd basically given up. He had, <laughs> well, it, he'd go to games it, and then he, all you'd get was swearing on Twitter and Instagram. It was from dark. Him. Yeah. It was a dark time. We the the, the mm. manager we had before. I don't. I'm not going to do him down. I won't name him. But he he was the complete opposite. You do on the podcast, Gary Johnson. <laughs> I name him all the time on the podcast. <laughs> uh, but he's the complete opposite, and he just showed that positivity and 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 you know, obviously he's got a lot of nous, Gary. He's got a lot of energy and a lot of a lot of knowledge, and he knows how to win things. Mm. And that's what we've we've normally ended up with managers who oh either last chance saloon or 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 they've been sacked from everywhere else so they've managed to get off, or they live locally yeah. that literally well, is how we to be funny get gary does live locally and part of the reason he took the job is he likes the west country but i was just going to ask yeah, you before well, we're nearly out of time local. bristol city it's bristol city yeah that could yeah. rule out ipswich because you couldn't get further away yeah. no, that's true. oh yeah he wants um, to manage ipswich you, you weren't no, you weren't <laughs> at the game you were at luton airport charlie when you oh, found out <laughs> did you did you disgrace yourself at the airport when you realized you'd gone no. up, did you run around with your shirt above your head or something it was very i don't know if you've ever watched uh, i mean i've been in shows before and been in sort of shows during 
during the World Cup or something, and you have to keep checking the score while you're on stage. Mm. Or, or I don't know if you've ever sat in the away end when you're not when you're not supposed to, or because you can't get a ticket for mm. for the uh, you know like that. It was like that. So it was a very m- muted response. But the big the big one was woking away the week before when we equalised in the 92nd minute. Ben Winter walloped into the top corner and that was basically that basically was what won us the league that yeah. so uh, and I was with John then and I more or less cracked a couple of his ribs so it was marvellous he's quite a slight man really he's a slight so, man he's, I'm, I'm quite large so, well, you know. congratulations Charlie <laughs> thank, you, thank you gentlemen thank you it makes thank it you for putting a lot up easier. with Talk United the whole season I'm well no just we bought into it we bought no, in no, there. we got yeah, Gary yeah, on the good. show and first we... thing I did on a Sunday morning check the results of the yeah. National oh, League South and there was that great moment wasn't there when Gary went on to Radio Cornwall and they thought he was Gary Johnson ran a skip hire business Gary Johnson skip hire that's it that was marvellous brilliant cheers Charlie all the best thanks gents thanks very much the Hawksby and Jacobs daily podcast we've got we've got so much ground to cover we'll just have to cherry pick people can read the book really for the full story but you do go into great detail about your relationship the good and bad of your relationships with uh, David Sullivan David Golden Karen Brady there is one story in there though when uh, which is very funny where you decided to sell uh, Karen Brady's uh, <laughs> husband didn't go down massively well Trevor did it no and it was only about a month after I'd actually joined the uh, the football club and um, Karen was quite open and said, you know, she was instrumental in helping to bring me to the club. If she had known I was going to sell her husband, uh, who she said she liked having at home. Um, <laughs> I mean, it wasn't as if he was, he was being transferred to, uh, you know, the other side of the world. It was only down the road to West, West Brom. Brom. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, she was very unhappy about that, but it was a, a decision that I stood by. Um I like Paul very much as a, yeah. as a as a as a player, but I just felt that it wasn't right, you know, him in the same dressing room and one or two of the senior players that mm. I brought in um, expressed this that um, it was causing a little bit of a problem. So I decided that um, having brought in players like Mike Newell, um, Paul Furlong, that Paul, you know, could could you know leave the football club. But it caused absolute mayhem. Yeah, you got I good mean, money for him, though. Sorry, you got good money for him. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have let him go unless yeah. it was right for the football yeah. club. I thought that six hundred thousand, you know, was um, you know good money. Paul was a goal scorer, but um, you know, I felt that it was it was right for the mm. football club. The uh, the full story of that relationship with uh, Birmingham is, is fascinating and, and we, well worth a read. Uh, when you were at QPR as a manager, you had another moment with a chairman, which I thought was hilarious for a young chairman, wasn't it? Well, it was my first uh, role in management. I took over from Jim Smith uh, as player manager. Jim left QPR to go up to Newcastle, and I was invited to, uh, you know, manage the club. And my first meeting actually was with uh, young Richard Thompson. I say young; I can't be exact, but I would think about 24, 25 years mm-hmm. of age. And he said that um, you know we're in a little bit of a precarious position towards the, the you know the, the bottom of the league, but he's got every confidence that I would get the you know steer the team clear relegation. He said the penultimate home game is against Tottenham Hotspur. He said that it happens to be my team. Um, he said, I don't know if you know that. I said, no, don't know it. But he said, look, he said, if we're clear of relegation, I'd like for you to make me substitute and the last 20 minutes bring me on. 20 minutes? Yeah. Well, I started laughing like you just did yeah. then. And I suddenly realised he's for real. Yeah. Oh, well, what about that? You didn't, I take it, Joe. How did you manage that? I, gave him, t- I, gave, I gave him 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> no. It's fantastic. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Don't ask me to leave it.
Let's rattle through it. Adrian wouldn't let you go uh, late for anything but this because no. he likes watching you squirm. Um, <laughs> Nick West, uh, Britain's dullest man, joined us on Friday. What does he collect? Beer cans. Yeah, well done. Um, Bumble joined us as well. He said he got his uh, nickname Bumble from an old TV show which was made by which comedian? Oh, God. Um... Benny Hill. No, uh, Michael Benting. Oh, yeah. um, Danny Baker <laughs> told us uh, if if uh, Danny Kelly had, uh, was a girl, he would like to be known as... Cherry. Cherry, that's right. Uh, Christian Wade signed for which American football team? We spoke about that. Uh, Buffalo Bills? That's right, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, finally, whose lucky pants did we discuss last Monday? Lucky... <laughs> That's a long time ago. Week <laughs> <laughs> is a long time ago. Davey Russell. Oh, yeah. Who won the national. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4 p.m. on TalkSport. There we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll return tomorrow at 1. I preferred it when Talky were rubbish. Yeah, yeah. It was much more fun, wasn't it, watching them all squirm. But anyway, uh, it may, they may go flying through the leagues now all the way to the Premier League and then get, seeing us going in reverse get, order get, get <laughs> loads of petro dollars pumped into them and their fans will become horribly arrogant <laughs> <laughs> only kidding um, it's uh, yeah that's it and uh, we're back tomorrow from one hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter that's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter it's innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.